This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own Now time. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to the Get Started Investing Summer Series, where over six episodes, we're going through six steps to help you set up your finances for 2023. From budgeting and savings habits, emergency funds and superannuation, through to common mistakes and how to set up the ultimate core portfolio, this series has something for everyone. Now, while we are licensed, we are not aware of your personal circumstances. All information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes only. Any advice is general advice only. And with that said, let's crack on. My name is Bryce. And as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. I am excited for this series. I'm mm, always excited, you but are. particularly uh, for this We're going back to basics and I am going to acknowledge right from the outset that in preparing for this episode, I have made changes to my finances. Wow, love that. No matter what side of the microphone you're on, no matter how experienced you are, there's always ways to improve. Yes. So whether this is the very first time you're ever hearing our voices or whether you've been listening to us for five years, we're pretty confident you're going to get something out of this series. Absolutely. You've got something out of it. I've got something out of it. We have covered some of this content in previous episodes over the years, but you know, there is never too many times that you can talk about this. We've seen surveys come out over the last recent weeks of the level of financial literacy here in Australia. And there is always something that can be done, always ways to improve your financial position. And whilst this podcast is focused on investing, we're going to look at it more broadly, Ren, across the board, Mm. finances. Yeah. I think what we've learned is that the best way to maximize your investment returns is to get as much money as possible into the market as soon as possible. The best way to get as much money into the market as soon as possible is not spend it on useless shit. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the series, everyone. (laughs) So the six episodes, Ren, we've got sorting your money, emergency fund, seven steps to supercharge your superannuation, common mistakes, how to build the beginner portfolio, and then get out of your own way, a case study on automation. It's clear that we've only come up with titles for the superannuation episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we're covering in the six episodes. It should be going you from zero to invested. If you want to then start picking individual stocks and all of that stuff, we're not going to cover that in this six episodes. We've got the rest of the year to talk about that. So let's get started getting your money sorted. Where are we starting today, Bryce? Today is all about savings habits. It's about budgeting. It's about making sure you've got the right bank account set up to actually be in a good, stable base position to go from there. And we're going to talk about how we do it. And um, let's get stuck in. Yeah. So 
Where I want to start with a conversation about budgeting is a conversation about dieting because I think there's a real parallel here and I think it helps people who are new to the world of money conceptualise it, which is that there's every man and his dog will tell you there's a right way to manage your money just like every man and his dog will tell you there's a right way to eat. Mm -hmm. But I think what we've learnt from diet and fitness culture is that at its core, the reason that all these different diets works is it's because that's when you're disciplined and you're intentional and you're focused on what you're doing. And it's the same in the world of budgeting. There's bucket budgeting, there's itemised budgeting, there's a bunch, we'll talk about some of them. But at its core, the reason any of these budgets work is because you're focused on your money. Yeah. And so we don't care what budget you use. We don't care if you use a budget or not. Just know where your money's going. I think that's the key part. If I think you said the right word there is is uh, intention. Yeah. Be it, intentional with it. That was intentional <laughs> choice. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but I think it perfectly sums it up. Be intentional with it. Be focused on where it's going yeah. and, uh, and get on with it. So uh, there are a few common examples for, for budgeting. Yeah, the most common would be an itemised budget yeah. where you have all your different line items, rent, yeah. food, Going to the movies with Bryce. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. Darts. <laughs> no darts. No darts. And you put a dollar amount next to it. I have twenty dollars to spend on vapes this week. <laughs> no vapes. <laughs> that's your stock standard budget. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's pretty pretty straightforward. Yep. Then, what else we got? Then there's the the barefoot bucket budget. Uh, and we spoke about something similar in our uh, Get Started Investing book. It's where you break up your inflow or your revenue into three sort of buckets. He calls it blow, mojo and grow. Yes. I think we call it spending, savings and investing, something along those lines. I think you wrote that chapter to be honest. I did write that chapter. <laughs> and then he splits it beyond that as well. So within the blow account, he has like 60% for daily expenses, 10% for splurge, 10% for smile. And I think you should read the book to find out what all of those mean. And 20% 20, 20 for fire for extinguisher. Fire, <laughs> fire Come on, let's, let's complete it. <laughs> Other ways is to break it into percentages. So needs, wants, savings and debts, for example, 50% of your budget goes towards everything that you need to live, rent, bills, expenses, all those critical must-haves. Then 30% goes to your wants and then 20% to saving and paying off debt. There's a lot that can be said about all of these different things, the least of which is if more than 50% mm. of your income needs to go to your needs – then this 50, 30, 20... Ain't going to work. Ain't going to work. Similarly yeah. with um, barefoot stuff, you know, if more than 60% needs to go to daily expenses, it needs to go to daily expenses. Anyway, that's beside the point. There's hundreds of free budget planners at the Money Smart website. That link, moneysmart.gov.au slash budgeting, will be in the show notes. Probably didn't need to read the URL then, did I? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the long and the short of it is... However you're going to manage your money, and we'll talk about how we do it, the main thing is that you manage your money. Mm. Just know where it's going. So, Ren, let's have a look at actually how this translates into your life and my life because I'm sure we do it differently. As you said right at the top, there is no one-size-fits-all for this. But yep. before we do, we are going to take a quick break. I did mention that uh, our savings buckets are in our book, so you can head to uh, equitymates.com slash books to uh, get a copy of Get Started Investing. Is that the ad? No. Here's the ad. But here's the ad. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, 
there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. All right, Ren. Well, let's have a chat about how we do it because you wanted to start tracking your expenses in more detail. So I'm actually interested to hear if there's been an update on that or not. A lot of people are finding this podcast for the first time, so that means nothing to them. <laughs> True. If you have just joined us for the first time, welcome. Ren has been talking about his need to track expenses. But how do we do it? I think you're going to be the textbook example of what you should do. So why don't you kick us off? Okay. <laughs> lead, with your, lead with your best foot forward. My budget is... It's quite detailed and it's on. It's in Excel um, and I've been doing it for years. It's the same Excel sheet that I've been tracking since the start of university. Excel or Google Sheets? Google Sheets. Come on. <laughs> it's the same that I've been tracking for Google, with Google Sheets and it's changed year after year after year. As Do I, you have all the historic years? Like, Do you archive it? Uh, I archive the tax. Like if I was the... to say, what did Bryce spend on food in 2017? Oh. Could you find that? I reckon I could tell you that just off the top of my head. No but... way. <laughs> All right. What was it? It wasn't a lot in 2000. In, in, which, in which year? 2017. 2017. So that would be second year of your working life. Yeah. I think I'd budgeted at about a hundred dollars a week. That's because you were working in store at Woolies and stealing heaps of food, right? <laughs> Not true. <laughs> but anyway, long story short is I have a budget. I'm intentional yes. with it. I've got it. And, it's, and the way that I created this budget was very, very simple. It was that I had to do three things. I had to save for my needs. I had to be able to pay all my needs. I then had to be able to save. And then I wanted to be able to generate wealth. That's what my budget needed to achieve. So then the first thing was to say, okay, what are all the expenses that if that I have to commit to. That's it. We've got it here. It's the needs. Without fail, has, I have to do that. Talk us through, don't tell us uh, the dollar amounts, but give us percentages, broad percentages on your needs. And so your, your pay comes in. Right now. All right. So broad strokes, what I classify, and now this is going to be confused. This is going to be, oh, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this, <laughs> but I count my golf, for example, as a need. <laughs> <laughs> The reason for that is it's because it's a split pa- it's a it's a payment. So I've committed to an expense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you've signed so a contract I've for I've signed a contract yeah, that at means the I, royal. No. <laughs> that means I have to pay for it. So okay. anything that I have so to pay for. So what percentage of your income goes to golf? No, I'm not saying oh, percentage of No, 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 not a lot. A tiny amount. Oh. But, <laughs> so 14% of my income goes to rent and oh, that's good. and then Wait, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 40%. Jeez, you get overpaid. 40% of my income is needs. Give us some of the biggest buckets. So no doubt the biggest bucket is rent and then all of my bills inclusive. So that includes food, internet, all of my subscriptions, uh, electricity, gas, you name it. It's all bucketed into that, that group. So once I've got that, I go, okay, cool. Then I, then I say, how much have I got left over? And so from there I go... I need to pay myself. I think it's important that you recognize that you need to be able to go out and buy the occasional lunch or you need to go out and have some beer or whatever it may be. So once all of that money goes aside, I then go, all right, I'm likely to need another $100 a week to enjoy myself. 
and you need to pay yourself. Otherwise, what you find yourself doing is transferring from savings account. Every, you know, I did it at uni heaps. I'd say, oh, I can live off 50 bucks. Away you go. Doesn't work. And then the remaining I divide up into savings and investing. Now, this is the one that over the years has changed the most because obviously my goals change. One year I might be like, I desperately need to save to go on a holiday. So my cash component well, I think, increases. I think that. the best example for you is this year. You've invested a lot less because you were paying for a wedding. Yes, classic example. In fact, yeah, really, really pulled back on investing and decided that the cash component was the most yeah. important. Yeah. Still the best investment you've ever made. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so once I've worked out, I've paid myself, I've paid everybody I need to, I've paid myself, how much do I have for spending and savings? Mind you, I have reached my emergency account, which we'll talk about in the next episode. So I don't have money going into there anymore because I've hit what I need. But up to that point, emergency account was prioritized over investing. In, in most parts. So that's how I do it. And then every time I get paid up until sort of the last 12 months, I would go in and sort of change all the numbers. But now I've got everything automated that I just know what buckets things need to go into and trust the automation process. And then just have a broad strokes, you know, this is generally what's going to be in those accounts over a 12 month period, or this is how much I need to pay for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So yeah. I think you said 14% of your income is rent. That's really good, but people shouldn't be intimidated. There's a, I think the general rule they say is a 30% rule for rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 30%. Of anything your of your Anything income. below, 30% or below, yeah. if that is the amount of your income going to your rent, you're good. Yes. That's, that's the 30% rule. So Bryce is doing pretty well by the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my biggest takeaway there is being intentional with your money and knowing where your money is going doesn't mean every Monday you've got to print out your bank statement and no. look at your transactions for the previous week or plug your bank account into one of those spend tracking apps and like categorize every transaction. Being intentional with your money means knowing how much you're getting paid, knowing what you need to spend on and then setting up automatic transfers to facilitate that. Yeah. And so then you don't have to check it because you know that the money in your spending account is money can that you can spent. spend. Yeah. And then the, the money that you need for your other things like your exorbitant golf memberships and <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, is where it needs to be and will be, is, is taken care of. Yes. Yeah. And the beauty of this and why you always do your needs first, in my view, is that when that quarterly electricity bill comes in, when the car insurance comes in, when the unforeseen increase in Netflix prices comes through, you know you're sorted and you've got your money there. You don't have to go selling shares. You don't have to be taking out a savings when you're trying to save to go overseas for the first time. You don't need to be taking money from an emergency account. You've got it there. You've intentionally put it there and you feel great because it's there. Yeah. So how do you do it, Ren? So I have similar automatic transfers. Uh, to talk to the structure of my accounts, I for a long time only ran with one bank one bank account uh, and then a savings account and that caused a whole bunch of headaches when I tried to get it sorted put a pin in that because like three episodes from now we'll talk about it nice <laughs> um but right now so I have money in which is like the account that I get paid into mm -hmm. and then you know if I if mates owe me money or the account that if like the account that I've got plugged into beam it is that account so any money coming in is going into that account money in and then when my pay hits every fortnight, there's a number of automatic transfers that are set up. And so I transfer money to money out, which as you guessed it, is spending. 
Uh, so that's what the one, what my card is connected to. And then I've got my uh, I've set up three savings accounts, and it's really so I'm with Combank, uh, not an ad, would take sponsorship. <laughs> um, and it's literally you can just open savings accounts with like one click. It's pretty easy. So I've got three savings accounts. One is emergency fund, and that's got. Uh, we'll talk about how much, but three months of expenses in there, just sitting there, getting, what, 0.02% interest or something. <laughs> then I've got travel because I want to travel next year. So I set up a separate bank account to, to put that money in and then a house deposit account. Again, because just longer term, I want to one day, hopefully, wishfully own a house. <laughs> Well, have you named the accounts that? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Is. I think that's another thing. Like you've been intentional with naming those. Like yeah. you've got a goal. It's sometimes hard to have an account sitting there with cash going in for like you're just like, why do I need to mm. have this going in there? And then I've got one other account, which is house rent. And so when I was in a share house, we every, all the boys would transfer me money and I would pay it. And I would also transfer my rent to it as soon as I got paid. So again, an automatic transfer, clear it out, know that it's in the right spot and it's there. And then I set up an automatic transfer to my landlord as well. Similarly, now I'm living with my partner, but using that same account. So that's my final account. And so for me, I just know money is where it needs to be. I don't worry so much about an itemized budget. Like I don't know, I am definitely not as diligent as Bryce. I don't have a spreadsheet, but I know that I've covered what I need to cover Mm. and the money's going towards the goals that I want to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Intentional. Intentional. Yes. So Bryce, in this six-part series, we want to end every episode with three key actions. What have we got for this one? Think about your accounts and how you've set them up. Do you have at least a spending account and an emergency account? Or in your position, I think a good way to think about it is a money in and then something else. You need do you have money in, money out? Well, I've got everything coming into the same account. Yeah. And then it then gets flung off to various. So there's But I, do you spend out of your money in account? Yes, I do. Okay. That, that's my. As soon as money comes in, it is flung off to other accounts, and then it's just like the, remain, whatever the is, remainder is. Yeah, good. whatever yeah. is remaining. Yeah. See, my big challenge to myself, like what I challenge myself to do, is have more money than I need sitting in that mm. money in account at mm. the end of a pay cycle. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> Tough. <laughs> Tough. So yes, money in, money out. I think the the key thing is think about your account setups and do you have enough to avoid in and out in the same account. But yeah, I think it, the action, if we're going back to that, if you don't have an emergency account, now's the time to think about it. Yeah, We will do a full episode on it next time and where you can set it up. But but that's, I think, is a non-negotiable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's number two? Take the time to review your last month's spending and if you're not tracking your accounts, have a look at where the money's going. Yeah. It is crucial to understand where you're spending your money and I can guarantee you'll be surprised with something. Now, what Bryce was saying earlier in this episode is that I did this exercise about halfway through last year and it's revealing. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you think you're pretty good and like I literally host a money podcast, there's things that slip through the yeah, the that's the thing. Automatic transfers. but it, it, So the, the one is like direct debits that you just don't know about. Yeah. The other is the amount that you're spending on certain categories <laughs> that you know you're spending too much on, but you it's eye-opening actually when you see add, how much you spend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do yourself a favor. 
check out your spending and just try and categorize it. Broad strokes doesn't need to be specifics, but just try and categorize it into buckets and see where your money's going. Even if you don't categorize it, force yourself to revel in your shame and look down each transaction line for a full (laughs) month and be like, why did I spend that? Yes. And then thirdly, put more money in your bank account and cancel at least one monthly subscription. Come on. (laughs) You know there's one that you don't really need. You know that there's one that's kind of in a gray area. Cancel. Cancel it. Cancel it. Yes, I actually cancelled one recently. That was my Disney subscription. Oh, really? Gone. Uh, no, sorry, not Disney. It, uh, we kept Disney, got rid of uh, Apple TV. Yeah, I've yeah, got rid of Apple TV. 7 or yeah. whatever it is. Don't need it. See uh, you later. So when I did that uh, review of my spending and looked at a month and just saw where money was going, I realised I hadn't cancelled my free Paramount Plus subscription. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was an easy cancel. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking as well, r- rather than... Because there's no lock-in contracts for any of these things, any of the streaming services. You can come and go. So just like you binge a TV series on Netflix, I've been thinking about Netflix binge months where you just say, I'm only going to pay for three months a year on Netflix. No, you could literally just do... Like one one a quarter. You could go like binge, stand, Netflix, month, month, month. Yeah. Pump whatever good shows and... Or you could honestly set up, you, you could, with all your mates, you could say this month let's all do Netflix and let's all watch whatever the show is. And then next month let's all do binge <laughs> and we'll all watch House of Dragon. True. Yeah. Anyway, we're off topic, but that's something <laughs> that's to think about. That's a pretty good about. idea. So set up your accounts, review last month's spending and cancel a subscription and uh, think about your budgeting. But Ren, you've mentioned emergency fund a number of times and that's where we'll be t- picking it up in our next episode for Get Started Investing. And if you're not signed up to our Get Started Investing weekly email, make sure you jump to our website, equitymates.com to sign up because each episode is going to have an accompanying write-up on some of the key pieces of information, links, resources to build on what we've discussed in this episode. So head to equitymates.com to sign up. We will leave it there. We'll include some links in the show notes for the Money Smart Budgeting website where there's plenty of free information on budgeting and how to think about it. But Ren, we'll pick it up next episode. Sounds good. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.